the secret art of business? The creative side of our brain and the business side of our brain may seem like two separate entities, but they are actually interconnected and complementary. The creative side of our brain can bring fresh and innovative ideas to the table, while the business side of our brain can turn these ideas into practical and profitable solutions. By tapping into both the creative and business side of our brains, we can find a balance between risk-taking and practicality, leading to more success and fulfillment in both our personal and professional lives. I'm Katherine Lane Klein, entrepreneur and creative person, and in this podcast, we will hear success stories from people that are doing exactly that, and hopefully giving you ideas of how you can too. Hi, everyone. This is Katherine Lane Klein, and I am with Diane Kelly today, and I am just so excited because, you know, she is, you know, got more than one company, which is freaking amazing to start with, but... Um, she also really gets this whole left brain, right brain, you got to stay creative sort of thing too. So with that, uh, Diane, tell us about your companies. Okay, sure. Um, I've been in the life and health insurance industry for a lot of years since I was 24 and we're not going to go there. Okay. Wow. But yeah, so I started that. And then in 2005, I was working for other companies. In 2005, I started my own company, Sandbrook Benefits Group, which we call fondly Sandbrook Group. And uh, so we have a life and health insurance agency. We specialize in working with small businesses and uh, small business owners. And out of working with them over the years, I came to realize that they weren't paying attention to some of the things they need to pay attention to and started working with them on succession and exit planning Mm -hmm. because someday they will exit. And it may not be voluntary. And <laughs> either, way, yeah, either way, they need a plan. So whether that means protecting the, the business with the life insurance or disability coverage or something like that, um, there's a lot of other working parts for them to protect the business along the way and also to get it ready to potentially sell someday if that's what they want to do. So I just got certified as an exit planner in February this year. Oh, I've been working in that space for about three years. Yeah. That that makes perfect sense because you seem that to be the type of person that likes to always keep learning, always keep, you know, improving, you know, what else can I be doing sort of thing. And probably saw a little bit of a, a gap for the, your clients that you serve too, that it's like, if I get this, then I can serve them even better. Absolutely. And what they don't know will hurt them. So it's an educational thing. (laughs) Are you finding that that's like the really big thing um, that owners are kind of missing is that whole planning for the exit, planning for, you know, obviously, you know, getting disabled or something, you know, things that we don't think about? Yeah, absolutely. And the famous last words I hear a lot is, my business is my retirement plan. (gasps) I said, oh, and what does that look like? Yeah. And they either pull something out of blue sky that has no basis in reality <laughs> or the deer in the headlights say, well, I don't know. Right. So, you know, we've got to take a hard look at the business, what they're doing. Um, there are certain things that they can do over the years to increase value. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And the value isn't your revenue. Right. <laughs> that right. really doesn't have anything to do with the value. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so they think that what they're bringing in is actually what they're valued at, and that's not true. Yeah, always that first surprise is, guess what? Your company's not worth as much to someone else as it is to you. 
that's the good news that we can change that too if we take time to do it. That is true. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, and and I, I, I'm kind of sensing the path we're going to go down with this next question, but I'm going to ask anyway. So um, when you were young, you had to do something as a kid that was super fun because we all did. And I'm really curious as to what you did um, that was either creative or fun or you weren't, no one had told you yet that you had to be serious and get a job. No, that's true. Um, I think probably the most creative thing I did is I was always trying to pull the neighborhood kids together to perform and do shows. So, for instance, we had swing sets in the backyard, and went, I, I put together a Fourth of July thing with wagons and flags <laughs> and had the parents come over to watch the kids do stunts on the swing sets, you know, like kind of like gymnastics on the light side. Yeah. And then another favorite thing was roller skating. And uh, in Tucson, where I I grew up uh, initially, we didn't have sidewalks. So so how was roller skating? (laughs) Well, we had a, a carport and it was a double carport. So I always had my mom pull the cars out and then the driveway and the carport were where we got to skate, but I would create little routines with the neighborhood kids and then have parents come watch us. And I tried to charge them money. Too. <laughs> <laughs> A true entrepreneur. How do I monetize this? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, you know what I also like too, and this is kind of where I thought we were going to go too. And you, you touched upon it a little bit. Um, when you said I got all the neighborhood kids together because I could totally see you as a child building relationships mm-hmm. at a very young age and finding out the ringleader. Yes, be the <laughs> ringleader. I mean, that's a true entrepreneur for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So I completely, I completely love that. And now we have little Diane and she, you know, is starting to go to school and she's trying to figure out, you know, what she wants to be when she I guess in your case is in her early twenties. How, how did you get there to decide that you wanted to sell you know, insurance at such a young age? I, I love that yeah. it was decided so young. Well, I didn't really decide. I fell into it. Okay, as happens to most people. So actually, in my college years, I spent um, going through to be a legal secretary. I think I'm kind of a frustrated lawyer. I would have gone to law school, but didn't want to spend all that time and money. So I studied to be a legal secretary and out of the gate, my first experience with it was not pleasant. <laughs> the, the, the attorneys I worked for were not nice okay. and kind of powered me on that whole thing. And um, then I, I was living in Northern California. I moved back to Arizona and applied for a job and got one at a life insurance company. And about six months in, I decided I was on the wrong side of the desk. Oh, nice. So I saw what what the agents were doing. Now, this was back in the 70s, and it was a very male-dominated industry. And and to a large degree, still is. I was going to ask that. And um, all all the agents were male. And when I I voiced my desire to go into sales, I actually sent the general agent who's in charge of the state of Arizona an eight-page letter which is basically a business plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. This is how I want to do oh it. Oh, my gosh. Cricket. No response. Really? So, yeah. So, yeah. What? So, after about two weeks, I mustered up the courage to call him. Now, mind you, I'm in my early 20s, and this is a 60-some-year-old guy who runs the state of Arizona for that company. And I called him, and um, 
I said, did you get my letter? And he said, yes, I did. I said, and? And this is what he said to me. He says, there's no room for women in sales in my industry. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I, I've never heard that before. I didn't even know about the glass <laughs> ceiling or any of that. It's yeah. Like, you know, I already told you how I wanted to do it and why I wanted to do it. Shut me down. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So long story do? short, I went what with another that? I went, <laughs> Well, a of, yeah, a couple of the agents who I work with understood the situation and referred me to a couple other companies. And um, I started in, in training with one company and just felt like they were just kind of not even paying attention to me. Right, you right. know, they just threw some like at me. I'm entertaining you. Like, oh, there she is. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then um, my mom was working with somebody whose husband happened to be in, in the insurance business. And my mom was complaining to her about my, my trials. And she says, oh, I have my husband call her. And I'm like, I don't want to go through all this again. But long story short, um, he introduced me to another company, and that's the company I started going with. Oh, that's wonderful. So, that's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. And then at what point yeah, did you yeah. decide you wanted to go on your own? Well, you know, I, it, it was uh, at a time when computers were starting to come out. Mm-hmm. They were very expensive. I was I became a single mom at that time with two little kids. Really didn't have the the time, energy, or the money to set up my own shop. Mm-hmm. So I affiliated with a, another company here in Tucson uh, that a friend of mine had run. And uh, we were in the employee benefit arena, which is great because it's daytime activity. allowed me to be home True. on the night. Yes, yes. Think about that. And the other nice thing about it is that it was recurring revenue. So that that's one of the big value builders for any business mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. recurring revenue. And I liked the idea that I could build the book of business and, and get paid on it continually as long as I took care of the client. So I did that. And then um, the owner died and the new people coming in quickly sold us to a publicly traded company. Oh, wow. And the famous last words were, nothing's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't help but laugh at that. And- <laughs> No, no. And, you know, it's a publicly traded company. I stuck it out for six years, but decided that's not who I was. And that's not what I wanted. Uh, It's not how I wanted to run my business. And so I jumped ship and left a quarter million dollar book of business behind. Wow. Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) Jumped off the cliff. (laughs) Well, Diane, and then what happened? (laughs) Well, I started my own company and um, it was scary. And I had to use my 401k money to survive, but I had it. So fortunately, that, that got me started. And then I had two-year non-compete, so I couldn't take any clients with me. So I had to start all over at zero. Yep. Not something I'd really planned on at that point in time. But um, two years later, when the non-compete expired, I did get the lion's share of the clients back. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so and that was in 2005. So our company's going on 18 years old, and that's the life and health insurance. I started my business in 2005, so it must have been a, a great year to start businesses for, yeah. for women. <laughs> yeah, then we had to go through 08. <laughs> yes, we did. And then a pandemic, and then they keep talking about a recession, you know, coming up. And I'm like, no, I, no, no more. <laughs> yeah. You I want just our said a women's conference yesterday. I was just at a women's conference yesterday, and the uh, founder of that particular organization was talking about 
all the setbacks that they've had to overcome, including the pandemic lately and everything. And she says, just expect it. Yeah. Just I, expect that, it. It's going to happen. You know, it's not like just you're going to have this smooth cruise forever because stuff happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I do have to ask you, because you said, you know, when you started your business, um, it was a little scary, but did you kind of always feel like you'd figure it out? Well, I really felt I didn't have a choice. Okay. Because I wasn't going to go work for somebody again. Um, My favorite line is that I'm unemployable. (gasps) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's no way I can go back. Employee. (laughs) Yeah. And and to your point about creativity, I always thought outside the box of what more I could bring to the client, what I could yes, do. Yes. But they had me in this little box and said, this is your role and this yes. is what you're supposed to do. And you can't do anything outside the box. And I'm like frustrated. Right. You know, right. I saw more. And that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. And that, I think, was kind of inspired by that kid finding out, you know, what was figuring out what was best for, you know, you're going to you know do the gymnastics and you're going to do this and you're going to pull the wagon and things like that. And, you know, just kind of, you know, figuring out how to get the best out of people, um, which was not the normal thing. Normally, maybe they would have just rode their bikes, you know, but you kind of leveled it up and made sense. We're going to put on a show. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, It was fun. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right. So today, do you do anything that um, kind of keeps that side of you, your creativity just kind of still going. I mean, I've, I've had gardeners, I've had painters, you know, what is your thing that you do um, on the side that just kind of gets you still charged up and then you can apply it to your business? Yeah, you know, this is interesting because working with business owners on succession and exit planning, what I find is a lot of entrepreneurs, their business becomes not what they do, but who they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, it yes. actually becomes yes. their identity. And they can't get out of that. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of start picking in the brain and saying, if you weren't working, what would you like to do? Or what did you give up? That is my favorite. Right. Yes. Yeah. What did you give up in order to create your business? And, oh, I used to golf. Well, what would it take for you to start golfing? Well, I guess I could go on Saturday mornings and get it on the calendar. Yes. You know, so I think a lot of times we get in our own way. Yes. And we think we have to keep our nose to the grindstone, which in reality, we're really not doing ourselves any favors mm-hmm. and we're not helping our company because you'll burn out right. and you'll lose that creativity. Right. And then it becomes a job. Exactly. <laughs> Who wants that? <laughs> No, I was I was reading. Uh, there was an actual study done that if you spend too much time on that left side of your brain, you start getting depressed. And I think that that is very very true because when you think about people who have worked, all they do is work, or all they think about is you know work or you know how to you know schedule make like, more money, make more money, all, and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, you, you start getting depressed, and you have to. I, I think medically, I'm going to go as far as saying, you know, visit that right side of the brain um, just to, you know, balance it all out because you you will, could probably figure out, you know, creatively figure out how to do more. Um, and so you don't have to work so hard, you know, and, how, you know, how to, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to figure out how I can hire another person. I'm going to figure out how I can you know, work more efficiently or I'm going to figure out, but if you're stuck in the same thing, like you said, stay in the box, stay in the box, stay in the box, you know, it's never going to get better. Um, so it is depressing. It is depressing. <laughs> just talking about it right now. 
So what do you, are are you golfing on Saturday now or what, what have you chosen to do to step away for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Golf is one of the things I picked up, although I have had friends encourage me to do that, which I may still do. Um, But I I have a lot of outside interests in that. And even in the work day, um, if I find I hit the wall, I get up and I go for a walk. I go out in the yard. It's such a simple way to get started. Yep. Yeah, you you got to get away from it sometimes mm-hmm. to come back to it and refocus. Um, you know, especially when stuff doesn't go the way you had hoped it had gone. Um, you just need to take that deep breath yep. and give yourself some space to recollect and to get that left side working only to the point where the right side can click in and help the left Absolutely. side. Like, the let's side let's, let's step away and rethink this. Let's go back, go into yeah. the whole, um, create a pro- let's just not just problem solve. Let's do creative problem solving um, and, and re- exactly. maybe reinvent something and t- how to make something better. Yeah. So I, I always think that, you know, taking a walk is the perfect way to get started. And I always tell people, and if you don't believe that, think about all the great ideas you have gotten when you're in the shower, <laughs> because you have just Absolutely. stepped away from work Absolutely. and you are doing something else, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm a swimmer. So, you know, swimming laps can get a little bit lonely sometimes, but it's also a time where everything just kind of kicks in or ironically I find when I get in my car to go drive somewhere it's like some of the the clutter starts falling away and and clarity starts coming through so just out of the environment I mean even sometimes instead of sitting at my desk here in my office I take my laptop and I go sit out on the patio yeah and that's another great way to cut like if you're like I really I got to get this done I got to get this done just change your location and and if it's outside that's even better because you know you guess what you're now hearing birds you may be hearing traffic you you know and that's the stuff that starts igniting that right side again um and and like I said just kind of gets you out of that zone we tend to fall into um, where we can, yeah. you know, spiral into some sadness, which we are trying to avoid. Yeah, or just you know, be in that rut, yeah. you know. You don't want to stay in that rut. I mean, everybody falls into a rut now and then, and you just kind of, like I said, hit the wall. But you need to step away and give you that space. And I think that coming out of an employment situation, for me initially at least, there was a lot of guilt. Yes. Okay. I had to really deal with the guilt of I should be working. Yes. I should be working, you know? And I had to realize that I was doing myself and my business a favor by stepping back when I hit that wall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you get uh, a great perspective too, because you get to deal with a lot of owners. So you probably get to see a lot of this stuff repeated over and over again and can kind of <laughs> just tell people, you know, maybe you should take a break. Maybe you should find a hobby. <laughs> Yeah, and I try to help them figure out where they can clear that out. But to your other point, like you said, too, to get your team running so that they're doing the day-to-day stuff and the things that you shouldn't be doing as a business owner. And that's another big mistake that business owners make is they they, they think that they have to do everything themselves. Yes. yes. And even if they hire people, they're overseeing them and they're micromanaging Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. And that doesn't get you out of the day-to-day stuff. Yeah. So I've worked really hard to get my team running in, in the life and health insurance. And um, I told them, you're my succession plan. So, you know, <laughs> you're in charge. And I've given them authority. And, and they might mess up or they might be frustrated, but they know that I'm supporting them. 
And then also what happens too, is you as an owner get to spend more time in that thinking visionary space and start making even bigger movements with your company. Because, you know, if you are constantly in that day to day, and I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here too, the company can't grow. But if you have that time to take the walk to, you know, get in the car and just like, or just like I said, a very base or pick up a really great creative hobby that you might have done when you're, you were a kid, um, then the big ideas come, you know, and then that's when, that's really when the magic starts happening. I'm trying to think of something for you that would be like an equivalent to what you did as a kid that you could kind of pick up today, because I I want you to do more than take a walk. I want, I don't know, do you, do you uh, join a dance troupe or do you? (laughs) Well, you know, I I belong to a lot of business um, groups, which also become social groups. Um, so, you know, I meet people afterwards, we go out for wine or whatever and, uh, you know, just collaborate, collaborate with other business owners. And, you know, we might talk about business, we might not, Yeah. you know, everybody has a personal life and everybody needs to have people that they're connected to in that realm too. Yeah. You know, it's just not all work. And so I think that, uh, Work hard, play hard. I was just going to use the word play. And I, I think that we need to, you know, make time for that. Like I said, if you're going to dig your heels in the sand and say, you know what, I'm not a creative person, make time for play. And that's that's your golf. That Absolutely. may be the swimming. That may be, you know, something else like, you know, going out. Play pickleball now. Pickleball. You know, it's, and I, <laughs> I, have a, I, have, I have a, like a little clinic coming up to see if I can, if I want to play or not. So I'm like, it's fun. I, it's I, fun. I think, I think, I think I might like it. And I'm like, this, this could be, you know, enough activity for me. If I, as long as I'm playing doubles, you know, that could take me well yeah. into my retirement. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to be on a tennis team, oh. so it's very similar yes. to tennis, except the courts are much smaller mm-hmm. and the, the paddles are smaller. And for us, it's inside, yes. which is great in Arizona in the summer, oh, right? Yeah. So, yeah, the local YMCA has a great program and it, it seems to be all people of a certain age. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just have great fun and it's another social outlet. Right. Right. So make time for play. That is so very important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Diane, I have loved, loved, loved talking today and finding out more about your business and how it Thank all came you. to be. Um, I, I think it's it's a, it's a really great story, and I am hoping that my it's listeners still coming to be. <laughs> hoping that my listeners also really um, enjoy it too because it was really great. And I thought you brought a lot of insight to the table as far as how people can kind of spark both sides of the brain. I like to refer to it as if you're trying to run a business and you're only using one, it's like using one leg to try and get out of a chair. You know, you know, it's use true. both legs, use the whole brain um, yeah. because it'll yeah. just be easier. It'll just be easier. Yeah. <laughs> and plus you'll be happier. Like you said, yes. um, it'll get you out of ruts. We are created to be creative beings. Yes. You know, that, that, that and to be innovative and to come up with new ideas. And very honestly, I think that we've done a disservice of pigeonholing people into thinking they have to get a job mm-hmm. and they have to to these jobs and the jobs many times like in my situation don't allow for the creativity right and I think we've stifled that in this country right and I could definitely see that in your space too where you know they try and keep the reins really tight on this is insurance and we have to follow the rules it's like but what if 
What if we did something yeah. else? Or in your case, you know, how you handle building relationships. I, I think that is a really important thing too, because, you know, granted there are a lot of rules when it comes to insurance or banking or, you know, the law and things like that. But in, in that case, I think you could find that space in um, the relationships you build and helping people and things like that. So there's definitely, you know, you don't have to think about it in a, like I have to come in guns blazing every time, you know, sometimes it's just that simple stuff, like, you know, making sure you get back to people and really listening and and stuff like that, that are going to really expand your business too. So again, you got to be creative. Yeah. And like I said too, um, finding the gaps. Yes. What are the gaps that your clients are experiencing and can you bring in a product or service or a resource to help them fill the gap. Yes. So you're adding value. Oh, I love that too. It's like just coming to them and just saying, okay, this has nothing to do with insurance, but have you ever thought about? <laughs> well, that's how the second company came to be. It's like I saw the gap mm-hmm. in what they were doing to protect their businesses. They're working hard. They're trying to, to build this entity, but they didn't have the opportunity or somebody guiding them to make sure that they're protecting their legacy along the way. Awesome. Well, Diane, you're doing great work. You're helping people and you're, you're taking care of them. And that's, that's, you know, just the greatest gift you can give people. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. The Secret Art of Business is supported by Portfolio Creative. Portfolio Creative is a recruiting and staffing company specializing in finding marketing talent. Go to PortfolioCreative.com to get started in finding your next marketing person or your next job. We are experts. We are creative. We are good humans. Please subscribe or follow this podcast to get the latest episodes. And let me know if there's someone you think of that would be a great guest on the show. Here we can build a community that believes creativity and drive can work together.